You're not. Hi, this is Renee Christensen, author of Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids. And I am here today with my friend Rebecca, and we are going to talk all about scripture memory. It's something that is super important because we want to have God's word in our heart. We want to be able to meditate on it. And so I'm excited to chat with her about scripture memory. Yeah, I think it's something I'm so excited about this episode because scripture memory for littles is so great because their little minds are so spongy and they just can remember so much more. And even the references that I have trouble with as an adult. So I'm really excited about this. And whenever um, you teach your kids, you learn that there's the different levels and stages of learning and that grammar stage, that early stage is when that's what their brains are primed for. They're primed for memorization. For me personally, let me know if I'm curious if it's the same with you. I memorize scripture still as an adult, but the scriptures that I memorized as a child, those are the ones that I can actually just immediately come up with and quote again. Yeah. And it's also interesting because I know my parents, they started with me I mean, I, I grew up in a Christian home and so there was di- different memory levels at different points. And, um, I find now that the scripture almost weaves itself naturally through my life when I'm looking for answers or other things. Yes. And it may not be the whole verse that comes to mind, but that immediate scriptural principle is yeah. right there. Yes. And you've put it in your heart and the Holy spirit can bring that to your mind throughout your life whenever you need it. Yep. So it's just scripture is a true treasure. And it's something that's important. I actually have a verse I was going to read about it. Um, David wrote it in Psalms. says, I have treasured your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. So just having those scriptures in our heart, like you said, so that throughout the day, you just have those that come back to you. So, And there's so many fun ways to do it. So I'm very excited to hear about all the fun ideas you have. (laughs) That was going to be my transition over. So we've... We know it's important. So how can we make it fun? And scripture memory can be fun. It really can. In addition to being a treasure, in addition to being something sweet and wonderful, we can make it fun. So So we don't have to write it a hundred times on the whiteboard. You don't have to write it a hundred times on the whiteboard. I did have one child that chose to do that. And I was like, huh, that's never how I would choose. I only had one that did that. The rest of them, they've liked games and other ways. So have you ever played Jenga? Yeah. So one way that we have memorized scripture, and this is just a challenging way to play Jenga, but I was going to say, my siblings get really competitive this, (laughs) (laughs) but I've taken the words out, written them, and then taped them to the end of the Jenga blocks. So then you have to get the words in order and get out each of those. So obviously it can be hard because there might be pressure on that. (laughs) <laughs> that and you can't be sneaky and take out whichever <laughs> yeah. one you want. You have to do it. You know, maybe we need to implement this. <laughs> so that's one way that is just, it's just a fun way that we've done it because scripture memory can be fun. Um, another way that we often learn scripture, and this is a way that I use for my babies up, honestly, is scripture music. Oh, uh, yeah. So whenever we my- did. Yeah. We did a lot of scripture music growing up, thinking about it and songs that, I mean, my dad, he did Psalms 100 with us that way. And um, honestly, some of it, I was like, where's the music for this? But those verses and references stick like cement. I mean, they are so concrete. 
Yes. There's something about music. I told Eric, the songs, my husband, the songs that I listened to at the grocery store when I was in high school that were playing, I can still say every word to those songs because it was set to music. And that's been a few years ago for me. And so just songs that are just a couple, (laughs) they can, they can really, they do, they stick with you. It makes a difference. And so, and it's something that's easy to do. You know, I feel like whenever we're busy moms, we don't always have time to, it's fun to do creative things. Sometimes scripture songs are one of my go-to ways to get scripture into my kid's heart, because literally I tell Alexa to play the songs or I play the CD Play it on the phone. Oh, now Alexa wants to talk to now you. She wants to talk to me. <laughs> Don't, Alexa, stop. Seriously. <laughs> Alexa, stop. I see it's playing scripture songs too. That was, that was the scripture. She knows. <laughs> Alexis knows. So who are your favorite? Because um, there's a bunch of them. I feel like now where people are realizing that we memorize so much better with music. Do you have any favorite go-tos that your kids like to listen to? So the one that I have done with Daniel, my youngest son, by far the most that he loves is Seeds Family Worship. And they okay. have a lullaby CD. Mm. And so I would just play that for him. And I played it for him every time he went down for his nap. And I played it for him when he went to bed at night. And so by the time he was talking, he already knew some of those verses just because they were verses that he had heard. And I continued to play those songs for him. Honestly, I still play those songs for him now that he's five, because that's what he likes to listen to before he goes to bed. Now well, I was going to say, I love that he's like, he's going to sleep listening to scripture. Mm-hmm. And that's the last thing going into his mind beforehand. Cause I know, especially um, he's five now, right? When did you start playing it for him? I started playing it for him as soon as he moved into his room. So he stayed in the bedside bassinet with me for three to six months. And then I ended up moving him. So Um, from about six months on, he's been listening to scripture every night when he goes to bed. And I think that makes such a difference from a, like kids that talk about having nightmares or the last thing going into their conscious and then subconscious mind is God's word. And that just, it's a game changer. It is. And some of my kids, so Daniel is named after, you know, he's in the Bible, the book of Daniel. We have a John, there's books of John. And so my children have listened to those books of the Bible because they can also play the books of the Bible. So the book of Daniel, whenever we had baby Daniel, that was what (laughs) all of the kids wanted to listen to at night. And they actually listened to Daniel. They can almost quote the book of Daniel from listening to it so much. I mean, it's easy what they learn. So that wasn't music, but that was just something that they were excited about. So if you've got somebody that has- Well, then you can can pick up, especially kids. They're so auditory in the way that they learn. And even just play Mm -hmm. scripture on audio. I I think it's, what is it? Bible gateway or something. You can go on and it's got the Bible dramatized and you can have the different voices. And it's, there's so many options now. For there listening is, to it so much. Um, yeah, you can listen to my walking through Paul's letters and I'll read you a chapter from one of Paul's letters every day. <laughs> Plug for my other podcast. So other CDs that we listen to, Katie loved hide them in your heart. That's an older one that she was Steve to. green. Yep. With Steve green. Yep. And then there's the slugs and bugs. They Which have- I'm going to confess. I honestly thought it was about bugs and <laughs> I was not keen on listening to this 
because all the moms with boys were like, oh, you've got to do slugs and butts. And I'm like, I don't really know that I want to do slugs and butts. And then the other day I thought, you know, I should give it a shot. And I was like, oh, it's not about slugs and bugs. Um, another one I like is Matt Papa. And it's nice for me. It's more grown up music, but it's, it's scripture. He has some albums that are actually scripture. So those are great ways that you can memorize. And his stuff is so solid. So it is, it is. And I mean, when you're quoting scripture and songs. So I've also found, I don't know if you did this with your kids or not, where I'll just make up tunes to songs sometimes with them. And sometimes if it's silly, they'll get it faster, which was one thing I think that the slugs and bugs, they had like silly stuff woven into it. But my kids, I mean, I'm infamous for I'll just break out into some tune with something. I especially try to do that whenever we're trying to memorize chapters of the Bible, because, um, we tried to memorize the book of Philippians. I'll say try to, because we stopped before we actually finished the book because Awana got started up. We started anyway, we need to finish the book. Yeah. I need to finish that one too. I'm in like one chapter. (laughs) And my kids were so far ahead of me. I was holding them back, but I've discovered that the more that I've memorized scripture, the faster I've gotten, not nearly their speed, But when I first restarted trying to memorize scripture, it took me three to four weeks to memorize a scripture. It was so hard, but I can memorize, not like them who can memorize, you know, three a day, but I I can memorize a verse a week now easily. And so that's, I mean, that's awesome. But um, anyway, so. Well, that's that's so important because it's not just, I feel like for a lot of us, we grew up in school environments where we just had to do a lot of memory mm-hmm. and a lot of memory work. And it was the memorize it, throw it in there, regurgitate it on a test. And then it was gone and not ever brought back. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to kind of separate in our minds that difference between this isn't for a test. This is hiding God's word in our heart so that we don't sin against him. And it lights our path. Like there's that double benefit and it's so different. It's a different kind of memory work than anything else we do. Something that brings you joy and peace. And the other neat thing is that kids, so I do make sure that they understand the words as much as they can, even at an early age, but I don't worry about it if they don't understand all of it, especially at an early age, Mm -hmm. because they're going to know that verse they're going to recall that verse and then they're going to get older and understand it more and more. Just like today, whenever I read scripture, I understand things more and more still at my age, you know, so it's the, the living word of God. Yes. Like it's gonna, God is going to speak to us at different times with different things, depending on where we're at spiritually mature wise. That's exactly right. So Those are things that I do with music. So another thing that I've done, this is what we've been doing this year with my fifth graders and Awana. And it's actually worked really well. When it's worked best is honestly when it's set to music, they memorize it so much quicker. And so anytime I do know a song, I've been doing that. But (laughs) this year I've written it on the whiteboard. Oh yeah. And then one word at a time, I'll erase it. So we all say it together the whole time over and over again, as we erase one word, sometimes if it's a longer verse, I might erase a couple of words at a time. So, but truly it's amazing. We do that in the week. Then the next week they come back and they 
repeat the verse again because they have the review the next week. I couldn't believe how well they remembered it from the week before. And then you have the review at the end of the unit too, because you've got, yeah. you've got like about a month verses, to six and then they in. do those six verses or whatever that they, six, eight, I don't remember at the end. So they were actually reviewing it at least two more times and they are remembering it from doing that. And that's just an easy way. And the reason I really like that method with groups is that everyone's been able to stay together each night, the entire group's able to learn the verse and nobody gets left out. Yeah. And so I like that, you know, that's not, it's how an equal play. playing field. It is. And I want everybody to know God's word. And some people it's harder for them to memorize whenever there's noises around them, but whenever everybody's focusing on those words and I don't, it's just beautiful to hear everybody's quoting God's word together. Whenever I was growing up, we used to do that in the church because there weren't as many versions and I, I enjoyed it. You know, I loved having everybody be able to say the verse at the same time. So yeah, I remember when they used to have, everybody would read out of the Bible all together for the um, passage for things, or they'd put it up on the screen. So everybody had one version. That's um, how we could still do it today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like pick one version, put it up on the screen. <laughs> um, but there's, there's something to be had about doing it together. I think mm-hmm. that really just makes it so much more special because you know, the Bible says where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. And so what could be more powerful than reading God's word from your memory together? Like that just very special. And it's a way that you can be praising God, talking to him. I mean, you know, as you're doing, as you're reading these verses, so that would be one way. So do you want to hear my way that I am currently for me personally? Yeah. How are you memorizing scripture? Method. Okay. So one, one of my friends, one of the ladies I was discipling, we were memorizing first Corinthians 13 together and okay. I was struggling to memorize it because of the list in the middle. So she came in and she had pictures drawn for pretty much every single word, not mm-hmm. and not the, you know, like, but every actual word she had drawn a picture for it. Yeah. And I, she was able to say it so well. And if she forgot something, she could just glance down, see the picture and move on. But I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to start doing that too. And it's like, I could see the pictures in my mind. I guess I'm a visual person, apparently. Well, we all are doing this, but seeing each of those pictures, I, I had not seen it with that many pictures drawn because it was really pretty much a picture for every word. But it wasn't like I was having to remember a group of words anymore because I was doing each a picture for each of the words. So that's actually how I love doing it now. And the other thing that was neat about it. So I did each verse in a different color. So I do like orange, pink, purple, blue. Not that you need to necessarily know them, but that way in my head. But I if you're a crazy pen person and I have friends that they have 13,000 <laughs> colors of pens, this would be a good excuse for them to like go crazy with it. I, okay. I'm, I am one of those pen people. I love my colored pens. I love a certain brand of pen a lot. Mm -hmm. Actually every year at Christmas, (laughs) I put you on. Oh, that's great. When I wrote in my journal every day before I was typing it every day had a different color. (laughs) So yes, I don't know. It's a lot of fun to me. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I mean, we think in pictures and people just, if we have, uh, you know, 
all the time people are talking about photographic memories, but we really do think in pictures and locations. And so I love that you're, instead of just writing out the words, I mean, that's kind of boring. Boring. Yes. <laughs> and it can just be stick figures. Like we don't have to be a uh, fancy artist for this or it's whatever picture comes to mind. It could be a symbol. Yes. It could be. So I just, I love that that's working. Yeah, I love it. So that the, one of the, her pictures was, and even if I deliver my body up I, and that if I don't have love, I'm nothing. So he, she had put a picture of a delivery truck or deliver my body. I was like, who's going to forget that? You know, it's just, yeah, yep. great. I love it. So I love that. I personally like to do it. I need extra help that my kids don't need, honestly. Um, but for kids that like to draw, that would be a great way. Oh to yeah, turn them loose. How often when you, so when you're working on memorizing like first Corinthians 13, you get done and you memorize it. How oh. often do you go back and review the verses that you're memorizing? So when I'm memorizing the chapter, I do it every day. Okay. Once I'm done memorizing the chapter, I'll do it every week for a month and then I'll do it for three months. Okay. Once a month. Does that make sense? So while you're memorizing it, you're doing it every day and then it's once a week for a and month. then it's once a, for a month. Mm -hmm. So four to five times, depending yeah. on what day it falls on. And then once a month for three months for three months and then every three months roughly or just spot check every once in a while. Just spot check after that because it's so in my heart and I'm. Yep. Particularly because it's in my heart and I'm thinking about it so much. It's something I'm quoting anyway, if that makes sense. So it's just, yeah, I might should do it more often than that. But so that's, what's been your favorite passage to memorize personally? Personally, I've always wanted to memorize 1 Corinthians 13. So 1 Corinthians 13 and James 1. Those are probably my favorite passages that I've memorized. And have you guys, so that's for, personally, we've talked to them about the kids. What have you guys done? Cause I'm sure you have, <laughs> what have you guys memorized together as a family? So we have, or what do you encourage families to do? So they, mem my kids memorize first Corinthians 13. And I think that's one of okay. the most important ones you can for your family. I wasn't able to keep up with my kids. That's why I had personally not memorized it yet. Um, but I try and memorize first Corinthians 13, James, Ephesians and Philippians eventually, in addition to a list of other verses that I want them to know. Um, I want them to know all of the verses for like, to be able to share their faith and salvation with people. So, so they something know. like the Romans road or something Romans road, to that. two, eight and nine, um, John three sixteen. you know, the, yeah, those verses. some of the core and fundamentals, Psalm 139. I like to them to mm -hmm. memorize that one, because I think knowing that you're fearfully and wonderfully made, just knowing who you are in Christ, like knowing how special you are. God didn't make any mistakes. Yeah. And I think that that's just something through the teen years, through different discouragements in your life. I just think that it's something that's very helpful. My fourth grade Sunday school teacher had me memorize that Psalm in fourth grade. And I have quoted it to myself so many times in my life. And so the ones, I guess, <laughs> pretty much they memorize the ones that meant a lot to me. Um, well, and if we think about it, there's, this is not something that's new because the Hebrews had their certain 
wrote passages that they memorized and passed down from, because they didn't have the scripture. We're so blessed in that we have scripture to hold, but they had to pass this down and amongst themselves. And they had those ones that they went back to that they've relied on when, you know, things got tough. The Pentateuch, the first five books in the Bible, by the time that they were 12, the boys had, I mean, that's a lot of memorization that they knew. (laughs) And yeah. so we don't, um, so for what I do for my little ones, cause it can sound like a lot to memorize a book in the Bible and it takes us a long time to do it. And yeah, we didn't even get all the way through, through Philippians. So those are my goals. <laughs> doesn't mean that they always happen, but my little ones they'll memorize. So we say the scripture, we say the chapter out loud, as far as we can get my littles, they love to do it with us, but they might get three or four verses in. Then we move to the next chapter and they'll get those first three or four verses. Um, especially whenever they're, yeah, but my three-year-old, he was able to memorize more than I was just at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing that we do is when we do memorize a larger passage, we always have our chapter celebration. And that is done oh. based on the fastest memorizers, not based on those of us that are slower because, you know, everybody has different abilities and their memorization and how quickly they can do it. I just want people to try to memorize the scriptures. You know, they can reach a certain goal or not. They can continue to learn it on their own. And if they really want to finish that chapter, we can just keep, you know, they can keep going through that chapter while other people that are faster move on. But we do always have our big chapter celebration. So that's a lot of fun. And it's something for kids to look forward to. And the encouragement from scripture too is not memorize every single verse out of every single chapter out of every single book. Like that's not, it's, it's hide his word in our hearts. There's no set. And so it's just an encouragement as much as we can put it in. And I've encouraged people um, that are especially memorizing in larger chunks because you got to, you have a wide school of thought on memorize the reference. Don't memorize the reference. Yes. And I've always encouraged people, look, we have Google, if you have a piece of a verse in your head, you can type mm-hmm. it in. You can find the reference really quick to that's verify. What I have to do. That's what I have to do because I know the scripture, but I don't know. I call it their address, <laughs> the reference, but I don't yeah. know exactly where they're found always. And so. and so I think if we can just take some of that pressure off of ourselves to do it perfectly mm-hmm. when it comes to the things that don't really matter. I mean, The important thing is his words. And so um, when I've tried to do larger passages of scripture, like a whole chapter or something, I just start with James one and then I launch in. That's how Um, I do that. That's how I do the longer passages. Yeah. And then if somebody were to ask me, Hey, can you quote James one six? I'm going to be like, no, one moment. (laughs) And I'm going to start at the beginning and work my way down. Um, So I just, I think if we can take some of that man self-made pressure off of ourselves and even just, we're going to get farther. And if you haven't memorized verses before, start with a verse, you know, every word of God is living and active. Every word of God, it says is written for our instruction and it's all precious to have. And so it's not a matter of needing to memorize long sections that happened honestly, because that was what my second daughter wanted us to do. She's like, it'd be really cool too, because she had memorized so many scriptures. But um, now that I've got little ones again, we're probably going to move back into memorizing verses instead of 
I had a break between, between my fourth child and my fifth child. So okay. we were leaning more towards the longer chapters for the older kids. But now that my younger kids need to be memorizing more, we'll probably go to, to verses. More verses. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's interesting because there's seasons, even to yes. memorizing. Mm-hmm. We talk about, you know, there's seasons to how much we can read about the Bible and, or to have a devotional time. Um, it's the same thing with memory. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have a season where you can more heavily memorize the longer passages. Mm-hmm. And sometimes one of my favorite things to do, um, when I was working like 80 hours a week was I would put a verse for the day on my three by five card and I carry that with me. And so by the end of so you summer, are one of those that can do that. That's so interesting. So I've heard about that. Put it on the mirror, carry the three by five cards. That is something I was completely unsuccessful with. Hmm. So and see, I, that's where I think it's different. Now I would do, I would draw pictures and I would do other things on my three by five cards. So it usually wasn't just the verse or if I got tripped up, but it was how I memorized, you know, everybody always talks about the Proverbs 31 woman, but can you actually say what that is? Say what that is. Can you go through? And it was just amazing because everybody, I feel, I say everybody, that ambiguous term of everybody refers to the Proverbs 31 woman as this be all end all, but she was human. Yes. And when you actually have memorized her character, it, it takes some of the like, okay, she did that. I can do that. Um, so my mom always carried her cards around in her purse. I remember. And whenever we would go to the doctor's office or something, she would pull them out. She had a stack that she would go through and review and, all of that. So she was a three by five card person as well. <laughs> so I'm really excited. That it's, it'll be something similar for my kids. So my kids have done Awana this year, my sons and cubbies. And it's amazing how much their little brains and the verses are so similar sometimes, but they can tell the difference. I'm like having to refresh myself, but they, they've got them. <laughs> and so I worked on it and I was finishing the project up while Juana started. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll wait until it's done. So this summer I did uh, cards that have an animal, the alphabet letter, and then a verse to go with the alphabet because he's learning his alphabet. My kids love animals. And I'm just going to get one of those four by six photo albums at Walmart that you get for like yeah. 90 some cents. And I'm just going to print off 26 photos of these animals with the letter and the Bible verse. And I'm so excited to do that within the summer yeah, because I think they're just going to get it really fast. And that's um, such a great way to do it. Whenever they're learning their letters, that's um, we, we had a verse for each letter for my younger ones because it's just, they're learning the letters anyway. You do, you put an animal with it. You might as well put a verse with it and well and hook that scripture to the letter and help them to memorize that as well. Oh yeah. And it can be simple. Like it doesn't even have to be the whole verse when they're little. No, um, it can just be part of it yes. or it can be and, and build you it's, it's building blocks. Yeah. Um, I encouraged a friend. I remember in it's either college or right after college, but they didn't real like they could, they were like, I can't memorize. I cannot memorize. And I it's said, hard well, for some people. It I is. think you probably know more than you realize. Mm-hmm. And so I just said, Hey, 
why don't you just tell me, don't worry about references. Don't worry. Just tell me what Bible verses come to mind. And so I just started writing down for them all of the verses that they were coming up with. And I turned it around and I said, look at all the verses you already know. And they're like, what? And so, but then they could start memorizing again because they realized, oh, I can do this. And so I love that God has given us the ability to memorize his word. Yeah, and to keep it in our hearts. So my my last way that I wanted to mention yeah. is emotions. And so this is something I've used with my kids. It's something I've used with kids at Awana, our Sunday school kids, especially for words that they might not understand because they're bigger mm-hmm. words um, to just do motions with it, you know, and you don't even need that many motions. It can be their cue to move on to the next part of the scripture. Yep. And whenever you add music and motions, they really memorize it. Like when with, um, I taught preschool worship this past month and that song that we were singing, they were able to remember it, you know, because of the motions that went with it. And I remember it well as <laughs> too because of it. So yeah, I have my, so we're working right now on the uh, Cubbies awards program. And one of the verses that they're going to say is my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And let me tell you, when you have a group of three and four year olds, you've got to get really creative, but we're going to do my sheep. And then we're going to have them all go waving hands and then we're going to have them go back. Oh yeah. Hear my voice. And I know them and they follow me and then they're going to march and they can all do that. Like these three and four year olds, we have kids on every, you know, learning ability. Some of them, they're in church all the time. Some of them aren't, but they all know that verse. And when you think about just the value of God says, we are like sheep. Yeah. Yeah. And to know that truth of we hear his voice, he knows us and we follow him. The three and four year olds don't comprehend the importance of that, but it's going to stick with them. It is. And they'll know later on what it is. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca, for being here and talking about scripture memory, such a wonderful, exciting topic to talk about. And I really appreciate it. So we also have another podcast, Walking Through Paul's Letters, and that's a daily podcast where we read a chapter from one of Paul's letters and talk about how we can apply it to our lives. So if you're not already following that one, I want to encourage you to head on over there and follow that podcast as well. Thank you so much and have a great day.